Roxy. Hey, Brenda. What's up? How are you? I'm good. Me too. Is this show for kids? Fuck no. Is this show for spoilers? Yeah. Awesome. Fuck yeah. Welcome to Nerd Love. Welcome. It's a rare condition. We do this day and age to read any good news on a newspaper page. Love and condition of the grand design. Some people say it's even harder to find. Well, then there must be some magic clue inside these gentle walls. Because all I see is a tower of dreams. Real love bursting out of every scene. As days go by, it's the real love of the family. Welcome to Nerd Love. I am Brenda Valdivia. And I am Roxy Hayes. That's my shit. We are doing a hostful show today. Yeah, uh, we yeah. have no guests, but we are going to dive right into it. Um, first, congratulations for surviving Harvey. All yes. those that are listening to this episode. I know that we were gone for two weeks, but man, those two weeks were rough. Bruh. Rough. How Bruh. how did she survive? How did you, how'd you get through it? Uh, luckily, I didn't have too much damage because uh, I was on the third floor of my apartment, but I did have like a lot of... Cause it was like some cracks in my window, so there was like some water that was coming in and stuff like that. Luckily, it didn't like mm-hmm. mess up too much stuff. I was really scared that it was gonna like get into it because I kept hearing about how people water was getting into like their electric sockets and it was like causing like small fires and stuff like that. So I was really scared about that. But luckily, I didn't get anything. But it was more so just like we were running out of food and there wasn't really places to get food and yeah. like we just were eating like gas. Some of the gas stations were still open. The liquor stores were some were open, like the one down the street from me. Mm-hmm. So when when the water went down, and we went and got liquor and like we're just eating chips for like four fucking I days. Ate so much. And I don't garbage. even eat chips. I don't eat any of that shit. But I had to because there was like no fucking food. Yeah, I was eating like ramen and chips. There was yeah. no grocery stores. Even if they were nope. open, they were open for only a couple of hours. And, and the lines and were long. Lines were very and long. And they were letting one person in at a time at some places because they didn't have staff. Yeah. And they didn't want people stealing. So it... Yeah, it was uh, it was rough all around. Um, some of our friends are, unfortunately, our good friend, uh, Blackberry, her apartment. Mm. Apartment was just ruined. Yeah, um, but uh, so we're coming together. Um, during the hurricane, I made this random meme. Mm. Um, I made a fake event called Run Through the Flooding Like Naruto. I was going to do it. I, I think <laughs> that, like somebody made a joke like right after I made it. And I was like, hey, hey I beat you to it. <laughs> um, but I saw like, uh, you know, there's all these memes that are going around where like gathering in the park to scream like Goku and like that. running across the bridge like Naruto. And I was like, it would be really funny if I just made this post like funny. But <laughs> I, I sent it to a couple of people because I was like, this is funny. I'm going to send it to you. It ended up getting about 3,000 people <laughs> oh, interested shit. and like a thousand shares and a thousand people saying that they were going to go do it. Oh, fuck yeah. And then people started posting videos <laughs> of themselves running through flood water, <laughs> even though I very clearly stated. Do not do that. Yeah, <laughs> don't do that. But they were still doing it. And then people started making fan art of people mm-hmm. running through the flood water. And it just generated this huge thing and i was like oh no <laughs> i have a responsibility <laughs> now yep. um and people were asking when we were going to do this and um 
I looked into it. So unfortunately, a lot of the parks are heavily damaged mm. and it's not a good idea to have hundreds of people running through the field that's still all muddy and has like a lot of hurricane damage. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people also wanted to help and reach out to their community. Um, and uh, resources are great now. People are really coming together to donate and, and take care of each other. But those resources are going to run out and they're going to run out in about a month. So I was talking to different venues and I'm, and uh, we are now going to have a mini one day con um, at the rec room on October 1st. This is Sunday, October 1st and uh, tickets are going to be just $15 and that gets you access to all the shows. Um, Normally a show there alone just for one show is about $10, and so you're going to see about $100 worth of shows with mm-hmm. that $15. Um, there's also going to be table vendors and selling uh, artwork. Um, they're going to give proceeds to uh, Harvey Relief, or some of these artists are going to be people who have been directly affected by Harvey. Um, and uh, the bar is going to be open. There's going to be kid family friendly shows early in the day, and then like more adult fun shows. You know, for us fucking <laughs> pervs of late <laughs> at night, we're going to have an anime AMV contest. We're also going to have a, um, a cosplay contest. Mm-hmm. And, of course, we're going to top it off with a live showing of Nerd Love. And yeah. if you really want to do the slow motion running through floodwaters, I am personally going to paint this um, backdrop. And I'm looking for photographers or a slow motion camera when we're going to have props and things for y'all. So you can run on flood water <laughs> like, <laughs> like Naruto and it's all going to go for a good cause uh, for Harvey Relief and the Houston Food Bank. Hmm. Um, so, yeah, that's how we're starting off the show. Sounds I, good. I, I try not to plug at the beginning, but this is important. I it's really want to see you guys there. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. So today we're doing the good, the bad and the nerdy. The nerdy. The nerdiest. Oh, all across the board. Um, <laughs> we've had a long two weeks to think about <sighs> what horrible things fans have done to their fandoms and what amazing things fans yeah, have done. Fans can make or break um, something for me. Oh. Like if the fans are too fucking obnoxious <laughs> or too, like that's why, like honestly that's why it took me so long to finally get into Naruto. Because Naruto has those fans that are just like fucking. There was Ugh. there was always one kid in middle school yeah. or high school running through the halls like. I was like what the fuck are you? Shut the fu- sit the fuck down, Jeffrey. <laughs> like we are in music. This is not what the fuck I'm here for. Stop doing hand signals because yeah. that is not gonna it work. It looks like gang signs and somebody's gonna beat the shit out of you. Like, <laughs> and I hope they do because you deserve it. So, um, well, since we're starting off with plugs, I could kind of start off with mine since it's pretty good. Uh. I, for those of you that don't know, because I don't really talk about it often, I do have a daughter, and she's in elementary, and a lot of times I'll go to her school and read. I really enjoy reading to her. A lot of times I do it as a costume in costumes and stuff like that, and I was a teacher. I taught at um, a middle school level. I taught on a high school level, and what I noticed just about kids is that they really just do not enjoy reading. Like, at a young age, you know, they're not really, now in public schools, they're not really 
impressing upon how important reading is. And it really is important. Literacy is very important uh, because it helps you in all of your other subjects in every other part of your life. Reading helps you in those. So I'm starting a nonprofit. I've been kind of working on it for like a year or so. I'm, I'm kind of still building on it, trying to get all my paperwork and stuff done. But it's going to be called Reading with Roxy. I'm going to go to different schools. I go to different um, events or like hospitals and stuff like that with cosplayers. And we read to the kids. So it promotes literacy and just fucking it, It's cosplay. adorable. Yeah, it's really fucking cute. Oh, my God. <laughs> I do different voices, all of that. There's so many different people who have... Uh, costumes from old Halloween, mm-hmm. different cons, and you were. I I know you're feeling it. I know you feel like you want to put it on. You want to have an excuse to wear it every day. This is a great excuse right to now. Do that. Yeah, so yeah. I fucks with it. Yeah. Speaking of a uh, greater good, um, let's just go and jump into the good part. Uh, I found this article a long time ago. This was back in 2013. Um, San Francisco shut down part of the city. And dedicated all to this child. Um, his name was Miles Scott, who uh, unfortunately had leukemia mm. at five. And his wish was to be Batman. Aww. So what they did was shut down the city. They got the city's mayor, the police department. They even got the uh, San Francisco Giants. And they had hundreds of volunteers and supporters and businesses come together and just recreate an adventurous day for for uh, Miles to become Bat Kid. Aww. Um, it was so cute. <laughs> There's all these photos of him uh, catching the Riddler <laughs> and like closing this little cage in front of him and just being like, Haha, I got you. <laughs> and they got all these actors to come in and just really sell their fandom um, with Miles so he could truly be Batman. Aww. And um, the mayor came out and, and handed him a key to the city for saving the day. I'm, I'm halfway crying. And y'all know I don't have emotions <laughs> at all. But no, nah, that's really... This kid like got that? two Lamborghini. Uh, two. That's fucking awesome. Not even one. I haven't even seen one. Two black Lamborghinis with uh, Batman decals on the side for him to ride around in. I was like, who that's the fuck awesome. gave the second one? <laughs> Maybe Bruce Wayne did, and so oh shit, that's fucking awesome. Yeah. What so, was the kid's name? Did he survive, or was um, there any like follow up on it? Scott. At that point, he just finished his chemo. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, this might be a sad ending. Yeah, please don't, him. please don't make it sad. While she's checking on that, I should not have asked that question. Uh, I want to talk about Ariel Johnson, who was the first black female comic book store owner, and she's in Philadelphia. She was thirty three. And she opened, and I know I'm going to fuck this name up because I suck, Am All Gam Comics and Coffee House in Philly. Uh, she's the first black woman on the East Coast to own and operate a comic book store. And uh, the comic book world tends to, this is an article that I'm reading for CNN, but this, this sentence I completely agree with. The comic book world tends to be skewed heavily towards white males. So there's not like, if you look at most of the comic books from like, forever leading up probably to like the 70s 80s when it started to be a little bit more women uh being involved in comic books there, there wasn't really any representation with women in comic books they were all white males mm-hmm. all white males so just to have a, a black woman owning a comic book store when they didn't even have black women in comics for a long time is just something that's really really cool to me oh yeah and uh, she it's also a coffee house so if you yeah. were, if you're ever in philly definitely go check it out yeah, i'm fucking can, going get it drink and read a comic which is part of my dream like when in my early 20s i was like I'm, i want to have a bar upstairs and a comic book shop downstairs Ooh. and upstairs will be um 
you know, I'll have the bar and like stand ups so will come in and do comedy and downstairs will be like oh, comic book shit and it'll be so good. I'm coming. Uh, if only had a hundred thousand dollars, but oh, sorry. C'est la vie. But it, yeah, it's really cool of her to, to do that. I just looked into the story just to confirm it. Miles is still okay. He's still okay. Alive. Good. Thank you so much. He still has the key to the city. Um, <sighs> there is a documentary that was uh, either it's still in the making or it's just released. Um, oh really? Yeah, it's uh, about him and and uh, just how he saved San Francisco. Um, when they shut down the city, they renamed. They had street signs up that renamed it Gotham. Aww. Like these people went <laughs> all out. Uh, there was some controversy that came out of it because we were like, well, you're mismanaging. I'm like, you know what? Fuck off. Let's Fuck just, you. let's just have, can a, he please have it? Like, yeah, let's it's just a have a good day. Everybody's showing up. Everybody's dressing up. Everybody's having a good day. So everybody needs, needs to chill the, the hell out. Up. Shut the fuck up. Um, you know, I put this down in the nerdy section, but mm-hmm. whatever. It's all, all of this is nerdy. So yeah. let's just split it in two. Um, <laughs> I love the five oh first. Yeah, the five zero one first. <laughs> I don't know how to pronounce it. <laughs> I'm gonna say five oh first. Yeah, that one sounds cooler. <laughs> the five oh first uh, Legion is also nicknamed Vader's Fist, which <laughs> sounds like a sex move. <laughs> Um, but it's a volunteer squad that has over 10,000 active members, which is crazy. They dress up like stormtroopers from star Wars and they go out and they do parades. They do volunteer or, uh, actions. They go to hospitals. Um, and they just, they just kind of kick ass. They started at this kind of this small dedicated group of stormtroopers uh, i think it was south carolina mm-hmm. and um it just blew up worldwide from there and they said at any point they can get uh, at least five thousand people to organize f- at, at one cool. to two days notice damn yeah they're very fast to work and um they're very dedicated to mm-hmm. making sure everybody dresses like a stormtrooper so they've like opened entire businesses and factories just to make sure everybody has damn the same one that has the oh, same wear. Fuck, that's fucking awesome. Though. Yeah, they're really into it. And uh, on the other coin of that, like if you're if you're a trek trekker like me, um, Nerd. <laughs> <laughs> you can join the Federation. Um, and the Federation, the um, Star Trek Federation, they uh, are similar to the Five Hundred First, where you can join different chapters throughout the United States, even the world. Um, and do volunteer work. And if you join certain chapters, instead of calling it chapters, they, they call it ships. So, you <laughs> <laughs> but they're like, they follow a strict hierarchy. Here's what I found out. Really? Cause, yes. Cause I met them during, um, a con that passed through here at comic Palooza okay. and I met them and, uh, there is a org here in Houston and there's one in Galveston. I hope they're doing okay. Mm. Um, but they, they have a seamstress who worked in the Houston Opera mm-hmm. and oh, um, this church lady who's just <laughs> really good at sewing. And she makes all of their uniforms. <laughs> like they're, This 85-year-old lady just makes all of their uniforms, m- finds the fabrics to match the show. And oh, if they have like the insignia and like the special badges that the captain, like Captain Picard has and mm-hmm. all that, 
if you are caught wearing that and you're not a captain, you could be kicked out. <laughs> um, so they're serious about this shit. Like they very, are on this shit. They're on it. I mean, you don't love Star Trek without liking the Being rules. on the shit. Yeah, you yeah. have to. That's a part of the. Yeah, that's part of the lore. Like, God damn. You got to be on this. You kick the fuck out. <laughs> shit. They call it insubordination. Oh, shit. So they're really <laughs> on this shit. Like, yeah. It's subordinate. Yeah, they have uh, science officers. They have uh, security officers, like people who handle all their data. They, they're just like, they're fucking on it. I love them. I like how, how hype they are. Yeah. Uh, this is a story about a dad, Josh. Josh. I hate saying S's lately. I don't know what's up with me and S's. Josh Rossi, R-O-S-S-I. Um, he had made, he was in the news a little while ago because he had transformed. He took pictures of his daughter and he made her Wonder Woman photoshopped her in a Wonder Woman. Oh my God. Those yeah. photos look so They good. are really, I'm, her hair is flowing. Oh my gosh. So, and I'm so mad because I have a degree in graphic design. I'm like, nothing I've ever created looks half as good as that She's shit. She's thrown dirt in the air. Oh, it's, it's like, it looks great. like exploding, explosions are happening around her. Fire is going <laughs> on. Like, Please look up the pictures if you had. So good. Uh, but he decided that he wanted to, you know, help some other kids and like make them into superheroes as well. So, so he ended up uh, photographing six kids with either cancer or some serious medical issues, and he made them the Justice League. And the pictures are really, really amazing. Like, there's an article on it in the Huffington Post. Uh, he did another one of a girl with little girl with cancer. Oh, my God. And and she looks so sweet, but this picture looks bad she fucking ass. Like, I was looking at the behind the scenes. He made this uh, one little boy cyborg. And just, like, the oh. amount of work and detail that went into these pictures and it's just really good. And I know it made the kids feel so great because kids love nothing more than superheroes. And to become the superhero. I always wonder what it is about Spider-Man and kids. Because even kids who don't know anything about they comics, love they love I, That was my first favorite superhero. He's just, because he's a kid, you know, Spider-Man starts off as a kid. And he's just crawling and doing like, he's doing shit that you feel like you could do. You know oh, what I mean? Yeah, like hanging from a rope. Swinging. Yeah, it's it's something that you can kind of relate to. Like you know Batman, what? I can't do that shit. I don't have any money, I but I can climb this that. wall. I never thought I didn't about either that until I, I just came out my mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, you know, yeah, the artwork, uh, the photographs look absolutely amazing. So check that out. Um, yeah, where? Let's see. Speaking of Spider Man, since you brought him up, uh, there was a guy that was going around. And Spider-Man cosplay going to the different shelters during Harvey, oh. uh, interacting and playing with the kids, which is which is really cool. Look up the video. He's like going up to him, reading, doing the little thing, little sweepy. Yeah, so cute. Little. Tss, tss. Um, <laughs> yeah, a lot of cosplayers kind of came out of the woodwork during the the aftermath of Harvey, just because there was guys like if you didn't get a chance to go volunteer the effort was massive they were turning volunteers away which just made me so happy that means you have so many people that want to help that you cannot use anybody else yeah so the, i went to nrg and uh there was a lot of people there who needed translations so i was i was helping with that a bit um a seeker group was doing this massive donation uh to get, getting everybody together they were there was so much going on all at once like it was incredible. Um, but yeah, a lot of cosplayers came out just like mm -hmm. Spider-Man and, and they just went out to different hospitals and different shelters and just kind of kicked in and checked with the kids. It was a lot That's of really um, performances by musicians going on, per preparing shows for kids and adults alike because it's just, there's so much happening and 
you know, once you get to the shelter, you're there. Yeah. It's like, there's a lot of work to do, but there's also like long periods of time of just waiting. Just like sitting there looking. Just waiting for something You don't something know to anybody there, yeah. except usually your family. If you came with your family, there's a lot of people that are just in there by themselves. So that is the good thing about volunteering. And I'm going to keep, because my school, uh, my old high school had a... Um, turn into a shelter mm-hmm. and just being up there helping. I'm like, I need to, there's shelters that are here like year round. It's like, I need to start going to help mm-hmm. and go to these places. Cause like you're saying, they're just there all day. Yeah. It's just sad. Yeah. And, and Blackberry, um, you know, Blackberry is dealing with all of this, but Blackberry still took time mm-hmm. out of uh, her schedule to go Read to kids at libraries. Yeah. There's this is a great program going on in the Houston Public Library uh, where drag queens read to kids. Which is fucking great. It's like a, <laughs> it's so fucking hilarious. You just see all these photos of like kids or their eyes just bugging out of their Yo. skulls. Like they're like, what is this? Because you see like drag queens and drag queens are drag queens. Like, yeah, like huge wig, huge exaggerated wigs, makeup, just holding huge these dresses. Tiny books. The books are so small. <laughs> is so fucking tiny and you just have all these little kids like yeah they don't know what's happening they're like, like i don't know but it has a lot of colors it's and so, this is going on and i fuck with it oh yeah <laughs> so fun um yeah so <laughs> just i'm sorry i'm picturing blackberry especially blackberry is pretty tall blackberry is tall and her wigs are huge yeah the wigs are humongous Wigs are gigantic. And that's so that's great. I fucking love Blackberry. So let's uh, we getting into the bad. We are now diving into the bad that the fandom fandoms and fans have done, and including <laughs> fandoms that have come out of terrible things. <laughs> uh, the first one we're going to talk about is uh, the soccer. Uh, Ricardo Lopez. Now, um, back in 1999, Bjork was one of the biggest artists, still is, like mm-hmm. one of the best musicians in the world. I love her. I unironically love <laughs> her and her insane swan dresses. Yeah, that's my favorite. <laughs> and just all sorts of random shit she's wearing. I fucking love her. Um, there was a uh, fumigator. His name was Ricardo Lopez. Um, he dropped out of high school to be a musician and then never did anything about uh, becoming a musician. Mm-hmm. And he became obsessed with Bjork. Um, during this time, it was announced that she started publicly dating this uh, fellow musician and a black man named mm-hmm. Goldie. Mm-hmm. And out of uh, rage and resentment at not being in a relationship with Bjork, um, he swore revenge. That's all it took. Like, you ever wonder why I get really pissed off at nice guy behavior? This is why. Because nobody Uh, owes you shit. A goddamn thing. Nobody owes you shit. Uh, Um, I'm a nice guy. Who gives a fuck? Who gives a fuck? That doesn't mean I like you. Sometimes if a total stranger you've never talked to is not interested in you, then uh, Um, but (laughs) what ended up, he ended up doing was create a series of video diaries where he spent hours and I mean on an almost daily basis, spent hours talking about his anxiety and depression. Um, he was mostly naked throughout this except for wearing underwear. Like, Mm -hmm. um, he would just talk about his obsession with Bjork and then he his plot to send a mail bomb uh, to her home. What? Um, it was filled with sulfuric acid. 
and the entire nine months leading up to it, he recorded all of this. Um, his last video was of him uh, talking about how he just mailed the package and he was going to wait an entire weekend before he killed himself mm-hmm. um, to make sure that it arrived in time. But he he decided he didn't want to wait. So he just killed himself, mm-hmm. which was sadly in um, Bjork's uh, probably would save Bjork or her staff mm-hmm. because what ended up happening, um, he lived in, I think, L.A. Mm-hmm. when he did this, when he sent the package, and she was in um, London. So it was taking a l- quite a few days to arrive to her place. So when he killed himself, the neighbors started to complain of the smell coming out mm. of his apartment, and the police investigated and immediately found the tapes. And we're able to tell the London police that there was a bomb coming through and it was confiscated within hours of arriving at her house. Oh my goodness. So that's, I think that definitely falls under some of the worst. Yeah. What the fuck? Fans have done. That's really sad. Yeah. There's a documentary. You can find it. It's all found footage. I don't know who leaked the video Mm -hmm. of, of his diaries, but you can find all of it online. Um, I don't, I don't want to watch the yeah, whole thing. Yeah, I don't want to watch. Because it shows up to including his suicide. But the documentary, the video diary of Ricardo Lopez, um, it, it takes that part out, which I'm glad for because I have no interest in seeing gore. Never have. Never yeah, I don't, I don't like, especially when it's a real person. Yeah. You know, it's not an actor. It's not a character. It's a, it's a real person, like, taking their life. It really. I'm, I'm kind of annoyed by movies like Hostel and Sock. I'm <laughs> not really into that. but I, It makes my stomach but, hurt. But real gore, just no, it's Ugh. not for me. I don't like it. That uh, just remi- made me think of a uh, John Lennon's stalker. It's 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 crazy because I really like doing comedy. You know, part of it is you know trying to be famous and stuff like that. But then I hear about stuff like this and these people who just become obsessed with you just because you have a talent that a lot of people know you for. Like it's really scary. Like the guy that killed what was his name? I'm looking him up right now. David Mark David Chapman, he killed John Lennon essentially mm-hmm. just because he was a big, huge Beatles fan. Same kind of thing, mentally unstable. And I'm trying to read exactly what happened because I remember seeing like the documentary about it. I remember he had plotted it. Yeah, uh, it's a it's a line because it stops being about fandom and it start starts being about obsession. Like you uh using this person as an avatar for your own feelings mm-hmm. um there's also another documentary uh of a series of people who are obsessed with blondie um gosh I'll, i have to probably jump in later to say the name um because i it just jump my mind um and uh it takes two two or three very different people who are obsessed mm-hmm. with the singer uh, nope, Cindy Lauper. That's who I'm Cindy thinking Lopper. of. Her. Yeah, they're obsessed obsessed with her. And of the two of them, of the three of them, two of them already had restraining orders. What? And they very publicly tell people like, "Oh yeah, I, I love her, and I also have a restraining order." Um, and the other ones like, "I know we're best friends. Like she's my best friend. She's gonna be my wife. Uh, we talk together all the time. You know, she talks to to me through her music. She's singing to me personally. And it's like you take these people don't know how to share. Mm-hmm. They don't realize that there's a world beyond them. So it's a lot of 
Mm-hmm. It one, it's very sad, and the other, it's very uh, narcissistic. Yeah, and very and, selfish and selfish and and uh, psychopathic because they don't allow for other people in the world to exist. Yeah, like they it's want just this, you and that, just me and this one person. Whew, that's that's fucking scary. It is very scary. That's very fucking scary. Yeah, if you guys, if you ever feel like there's a person talking to you through the radio. Maybe talk to a therapist first. Please talk to a therapist first because yeah, people die, like are murdered over this yeah, shit. This can only go one way and it's not going to go well. Well, on a non-death note, <laughs> this one's kind of funny. It was a woman that tattooed Drake on her forehead. Ugh. It was not a picture of Drake. It was just the word, his name, Drake, in big like high school letterman font on her face. When you first told me this... I thought she tattooed a picture of Drake's face on top of her face. That would be funny. <laughs> <laughs> that would have looked better than the shit she did. <laughs> I was just kind of picturing like her wearing a Drake mask. <laughs> <laughs> like with his features on her face. It's <laughs> 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 so fucking weird. That still would have um, been better. Yeah, don't do that. Please, just, just, wha- wha- like, like sometimes I feel like I do weird shit. Like I do have a tattoo of Goku on my leg. So some people may be like, oh, that's. In, intense fandom but it's a fictional character and i know that like i know i'm not gonna marry goku like i know that that's not <laughs> i don't like try to call him or like send oh, letters to chichi you're not like, gonna fly away in that nimbus not nah, oh, one day one day <laughs> but it's just i don't know i feel weird about anybody tattooing uh somebody's name on themselves <sighs> unless it's somebody who died and it's like a relative yeah I don't want to see that. I um, I know I've told you this before, but I did find this photo of somebody who tattooed the name Brenda on their That's back. Discreet. It's just terrifying. Let me see if I can pull it up. Um, and I posted it on my Facebook because I was like, ha ha, look how fucked up this is. But somebody sent me that photo on there. And um, I had an ex like, say he's like oh that guy's like me and i'm like no you're an an ex don't ever say that oh and y'all had already broke up yes no that's really creepy don't do that sir don't do that i had a guy i forgot about this story too just okay it was a guy that i used to talk to when i was in high school whoa okay she just pulled up the picture and it's brenda the the it's big at the top and the brenda is composed of several other brendas and then his entire back is like the fonts look really good though it's like I don't know who this tattoo fonts. artist is who yeah. agreed to do this, yeah. but he's like, well, I have a job to do, so yeah, I might as well be good it. at it. But he's really talented. Like all those different fonts, they all look completely different. Like, kudos to him or her, whoever yeah. did that on his back. I'm not happy that it's really he's papyrus, but no, you know. ugh, Comic Sans at the bottom is ugly. <laughs> but I had an ex. I was like 15, 16. I was dating this guy. He was like 18, 19, but he was always like in and out of jail. And I didn't want to date him anymore, but I was kind of scared because he was always in and out of jail. He used to write me letters all the time. And he got out of jail once and he had tattooed my name on his chest while he was in jail. And then a couple months later, I broke up with him and then he covered it up and he sent me a picture of it covered up like, fuck you. (laughs) Good. Like that's I didn't tell you to do that. Good. Even then, I was like 16. I was like, I don't want that on your body because we're not going to get married. Yeah. You're always in and out of jail. I knew this one girl who wanted to get a tat- matching tattoo uh-uh. with her boyfriend who was also in and out of jail all the time. And he got a tattoo of a giant spider web on his neck. <laughs> and she was like, I want to get a spider web on my neck too matching. I'm like, this is a terrible idea for multiple reasons. Ugh. Neck tattoos never look good. Nope. Two spider web. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> 
Come on. <laughs> Three. Ew, no. Yeah, it's ugly. Don't do not do it. Like, did she do it? Ah, uh, she did. It looks bad. It looked horrible. Because nobody gets a good tattoo before they're 21. Oh, hell no. All those tattoos, like anybody who tattoos anybody under 21 is already like not really thinking it through. Two, they're too broke to get a good tattoo artist. Or worse, they get like a kitchen tattoo yep. artist. Ugh. That's why I have that tattoo, that big Goku. That's why Goku's so big on my leg to cover up this ugly ass Chinese symbol I got on my leg that was not a Chinese symbol. What it's nothing. <laughs> it meant absolutely nothing. It was no he did did it wrong, so it meant nothing. And then I got the same guy did these butterfly wings on my back that I'm getting covered up. Let me show you. Hold on, everyone. Okay. Okay, so I have to take my shirt off to show Brenda <laughs> because she has I've to see. I've never seen. I've never. Yeah, because I never wings. show it because it doesn't. Okay, I, for all of you who don't know what I look like, I am almost six foot tall, and I'm I'm very mass not masculine built like i'm very broad like i i'm i'm big like i'm not fat if you but were I'm, in futurama you would you would kill fry with snoo snoo yeah that's yeah that's <laughs> that's exactly how i'm built so like these wings on my back are terribly small for the size of my back yeah and my sister used to say you remember the end of bug's life where heimlich <laughs> 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 that's how the fuck I, look, wait wait till you see Ooh, i have mine butterfly wings yes. <laughs> Oh, they're so dainty. And they're so uneven. No, no. They're one is bigger than the other. Everybody, every time somebody sees it, they're like, is that an eagle? Is that a, nobody knows what the fuck it is. Oh. I'm getting that shit covered the fuck up. Poor baby. Oh, <laughs> so bad. Yeah, fandom can really fuck your life <sighs> up if you're not <laughs> Very, very badly. Uh, speaking of terrible fandoms, um, this fandom sprung up after a, this fandom sprung up in June of 2004. Um, when a girl whose name was withheld uh, murdered her 12-year-old classmate um, in Japan. Uh, she was only 11 years old, and they released a photo of her mm -hmm. uh, wearing a sweatshirt that said um, Nevada for uh, Nevada State University. Yeah. I don't know how she got this, this uh, pullover or whatever it was, um, but... For some reason, 2chan and 4chan Ugh. immediately jumped on like, she's adorable. Did. She's so cute. One, she's a murderer. Yeah. Two, she's 11. Yeah. Uh, so it's creepy on both ends, no matter how Both ends. It. Like, even if she wasn't one, she's still the other. Yeah. So uh, they immediately jumped on her. They started making uh, fan art. Art. They they made memes, comic books. People dressed up like her in cosplay. Uh, there was like short flash animations and games, songs. She's a uh, now kind of this uh, symbolic figure on 4chan and 2chan. Um, there's this other really gross thing out of there called Pedo Bear. Oh uh, like yeah, this teddy bear okay. that represents um, pedophilia, um, and she is the mortal enemy of Pedo Bear. So they draw apparently now what she's usually mo mostly used for is drawing her killing pedo bear um so all of it's weird like i'm happy she's killing a pedophile but she actually killed someone in real life yes so it's she, not she was a real life murderer it's too much. she uh she killed her classmate by cutting her uh by slitting her throat with a box cutter did they say why um, no, she was just a very disturbed little girl. Um, the way the, the, the law is set up in Japan, they move a lot toward rehabilitation. Oh, okay. So, um, I actually ended up reading a bit more into the story cause I was like really curious as to why anybody mm -hmm. was so obsessed with this case. Um, 
but they did a post uh they for the murder victim satomi mitarai uh she uh got her graduation certificate um her parents picked that up but the murderer also got her graduation because by law you're you have to graduate um Hmm. japan doesn't allow people to like fall back Mm -hmm. even if for the cases of murder it's like no you still have to get your education you still have to like try to be a citizen after all this is over um but yeah she was a huge meme in 2004 she can she's still sort of relevant to this day i remember i was kind of i was pretty young when this story broke Mm -hmm. uh but i remember just all of a sudden seeing memes of her and just being very confused as to what the hell was going on and the more i found out about it the more i was like yeah 4chan's gross yeah 4chan is fucking disgusting (laughs) Uh, you know what else is gross? What? Fucking YouTube is very gross. And there's a lot of really weird ass people that spring from YouTube. Uh, this recently happened, I think like a couple of days ago, fucking PewDiePie, who is the number one gamer in the world makes, I think he's like the, one of the most, if not the most paid person yeah. on YouTube. Yeah. Like Disney sponsorship. Yeah. He lost it cause he's a fucking douchebag. Um, but yeah, he's very influential as far as like gaming. He's really is like the, was the first person to make gaming pop off on YouTube like that. So this fucking dick wad <laughs> asshole, stupid cunt, um, was live streaming. was live, you know, live gaming and he's playing and something happens and he calls the other person the N-word oh. with the hard ER. Ew. Yeah. So, and he was like, oh, I'm sorry. Like his, his apology consisted of him saying he was just so, he was upset. The gaming, he was so upset with the other person did. First of all, bitch, fuck you for that even being in your fucking lexicon. Because I am a black woman. And I don't even say the N-word. Like I don't say it. Like I, I used to, but I'm a full ass adult woman and it makes me uncomfortable to say it. Yeah. So for you to be this lily white ass little bitch and for that to be the word that you go to when you're upset means that you say this in your normal average everyday life. You say it amongst your friends. You know he doesn't say it in public because he's clearly a little bitch. Wasn't he like also under a lot of fire? What what did he say? I don't even remember exactly what he said but that's how he lost the Disney thing because he, he had made some type of Hitler joke or something like that. So like this is clearly somebody who has a pattern of just doing what the fuck he wants and not giving a fuck about it just not being okay. And that's what a lot of these fucking oh, gamers... yeah, yeah, yeah. It was discovered that he was a, um, a white social justice, anti-Semitic. Ugh. Ugh. Um, he made a lot of anti-Semitic jokes, and then he made a video explaining the jokes, which is never... Which is why the fuck... If you have to explain a joke... Just, it's not fucking funny. Yeah, it's either not funny or you're not good enough to tell you're the joke. You're not. Uh, but oh fuck, oh. YouTube has has made a lot Ugh. of of terrible people famous. So it was another case. Uh, the YouTube star Daddy of Five. Um, I, I discovered this through another YouTube. Um, he's kind of a reporter. He jumps in and does reports on on different subjects. But he broke the story on a channel called Daddy of Five, where this guy would make un- quote unquote pranks on his kids. Um, the youngest about five years old 
Um, he would do pranks where he would um, break the kids toys and say that he say that the kids actually broke it they would scream at the kids yeah wake up with him and the wife right him and the wife would uh wake up their children and scream in their face it was mostly focused on two of the younger kids Mm -hmm. and it turns out it was from a previous marriage of the father and the woman just hated these kids so they would just go out of their way to be as horrible as possible and just to give you an idea these kids like they're like six, the, yeah, they're four, or something they're like that? four and seven. These this guy, like they basically were were funded a trip to Disneyland or Disney World mm. for the entire family, and the dad told Cody, the kid who was got the uh, the brunt of this abuse, yeah, um, that he wasn't going because he wasn't being good. And then they just left the kid. And you know what? The kids seem really cool with not going. <laughs> like, with I would these rather people. just not be around you if I can. Ugh, ugh. I I saw this the video when they broke the story broke like mm-hmm. at like at twelve o'clock at night. It was way too late, and yeah. I was about to fall asleep. <laughs> and I clicked on this one video, and I saw it, and I was too angry to sleep. I, I was like, I can't believe. That you think that that's okay to do to your kid, let alone fucking record it oh, and think they, it's a prank. They did. They got so much fucking money out of it. These kids were verbally and physically abusing their kids just for the money. And um, the sad slash hilarious thing about it is when the whole story broke, they did the most Cartman shit I've ever seen. What they do. They put on sweaters and the dad put on glasses so they look more wholesome and nerdier. And they just sat in front and they're like, we're very sorry. Ah, this, is, this has been very... That is some Cartman shit. Really traumatic experience for both of us. And we're just, <laughs> and they, just more and more information started pouring out. This family was discovered that like they basically forged paperwork to win the custody of Cody, which is strange because they didn't even want the kid really. Yeah. Um, so luckily those kids were taken out of the situation situation but yeah so they're gone now the kids are taken out yeah and i think uh he the father has um finally the kid is finally uh, the father has finally been put on probation i think um and he could lose the rest of his kids if they're not careful fucking idiots the people that the things that people do for the fucking internet is fucking ridiculous mm-hmm. um speaking of another asshole fucking youtubers jeffrey star now, I used to, because I used to be on MySpace, I remember Jeffree Star because Jeffree Star started off, like, doing music. Mm-hmm. And it was this really, like, crazy, colorful, like, I'm not sure if he's a he drag queen. He was a queen, highlighter bitch. So. Yeah. Like, that was his deal. He yeah. called himself the highlighter bitch. Yeah, she's not calling him that, but he is a bitch. Um, because there were videos that came out of him making these really racist comments. Like, he was basically verbally assaulting this black woman walking down the street and he was like throw some acid on that ape that that n-word that n-word once again with the hard er oh yeah and there was other things like somebody made like a basically like essentially a mixtape of all the racist shit that he said um kat von d who i fucking love they used to be friends but then uh she made a video talking about how she's no longer friends with him essentially because he's basically like a shitty 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 he's shitty a person. shitty person he is so fucking shitty and um Kim Kardashian actually got into some shit a little while ago because he did some stuff and she's working with him now, of course. And uh, she came out with a video saying like, you know, people have their past and blah, blah, blah. And people fucking went off on her because they're like, you have a black child. Your, ch- your children are black. You, you married a black man. You have two 
biracial children, making them black. And you're defending a person who has a history. It's not like one thing. It's a, it's a history, a pattern of behavior of him being fucking racist. So then she came out with another video, of course, like, Oh, I apologize. I have no right to speak on this issue, but I just don't understand how somebody can show you who the fuck they are. And then people still want to support these people. People always want to do that, man. I, I don't fucking get it. So like, fuck him, like fuck him and fuck whoever buys his shitty products. I've seen his makeup. <laughs> Nothing to fucking write home over the pigment. It's, it's fucking bad. It's a little chalky. Like, it's so fucking chalky. <laughs> it's not It's not for us, of course. No. Then he did a photo shoot with this other, um, I want to say uh, she's transgender, but I'm not sure. Uh, but they, they put her in fucking blackface. Like, essentially put her in blackface saying, I want to show that darker side, blah, blah, blah. If you want to show the darker side, get a fucking darker model. There are so many, not even necessarily just black women. There's darker Latinos. It's darker... Yeah. Asian women. There's darker people oh, of all races. Big like, what the fuck? Rihanna, fuck you. by the oh way. Oh my God. What? Yes. 40 Yes. 40 fucking. Do you, and, and they have, they have cool shades. They have warm shades. The, have you seen the hot, Rihanna is getting that, all my fucking money. God, I want that gold. Oh, and, and it looks good on everybody. Like oh I've seen, God. I've seen white women, black women, every race has tried that shit. I want that shit. I'm getting that shit. I want it today. God, I swear my nipples got hard. Uh, me too. <laughs> and then I really like, highlighter. back in the day, I was not like a big Rihanna fan of her music. I'm not going to lie and say like, I've always loved Rihanna. I wasn't no. like, it was, it was just not my type of music. But like, she's been around since we were fucking what, middle school, high school, some yeah. shit like that. But like the older I'm getting and the more like she's actually speaking out, I, I wanna, fucking love her. Right? Like I kind of want to be her now. Yes. Like, she's just rich and high. She's and so cool. She's so nice. Like, like people try to act like she's a bitch and stuff, but I've seen like her interacting with her fans. She's so fucking sweet. Mm -hmm. She just doesn't like, like the paparazzi and the assholes, which I completely understand. Yeah. But like I saw this one video. It was this lady had made something for her and they were just talking and she was like, yeah, I have that still at my house. Like you're really talented. And just like her just talking to people. Ah, uh, she's fucking amazing. Fucking okay, Rihanna. Fucking amazing. Jeffree Star can go to hell. Yeah, he can suck. A, he's not getting any of my money. Yeah. Long He's, live Riri. Yeah. Woo! <laughs> like, oh my God. It really, I, I have like a hard, I don't know what it is about my skin tone, but I can't seem to find one that goes well on my skin. It's either too light or mm -hmm. too dark. So I end up getting like Oompa Loompa face <laughs> or I end up getting like um, chalky face. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, Ugh, I get it. it's, so I'm really excited to try her foundations. Cause I'm like, maybe there's one that'll work. Finally. Just fucking finally. And it's not even, I thought it was going to be really expensive. It's the same as like Mac and Sephora mm -hmm. and it looks better. Like honestly, like, uh, Oof. huh? We got to get in on that. I know. Oh, Shit. I'll be there, Sephora. I'll be there <laughs> <laughs> this hurricane has completely it, fucked me in so many ways, but I will be there soon, my it's love. It's coming. Ooh. It's coming. Um, so we're going to go into uh, a bad reaction of fandom. Um, mm -hmm. The Slender Man. Oh, Sally. my goodness. Here's the one a lot of people don't know. A Slender Man actually started on the Something Awful forums. Mm -hmm. I was there. Uh, I was a member of Something Awful. <laughs> of course. Of course I was. <laughs> but I was there. Uh, they used to do a lot of uh, creepy threads and mm -hmm. like make your own artwork. And this one person just randomly drew um, Slender Man. And it, it was just one of those things that clicked with everybody. Mm -hmm. Like it's such an iconic feel like 
a man in a suit doesn't have a face. His limbs are long. You don't know where he's coming from. You realize he's not a man at all. Like just, it's, it's such a perfect monster, like a modern day monster, Mm -hmm. um, that it just blew up. And a lot of fan fiction, a lot of lore started springing up about it to the point that some people thought that Slender Man was always around, but no, Slender Man didn't really come out till 2004. Yeah. Like that late. Um, but back on uh, May uh, of 2014, there was a stabbing that occurred when two girls, two 12-year-old girls, lured another girl into the woods and stabbed her. And I didn't realize this at the time, but they stabbed her 19 times. Yeah, man, that's uh, she was uh, she was found by a jogger um, on this normally pretty empty uh, hike hiking trail mm-hmm. and. Um, luckily they were able to to save her life but it like they almost killed her um they claimed the reason why was so they could uh join slenderman because this weird tumblr-esque kind of fan fiction started coming out um where slenderman had a mansion and slenderman had different lovers and if you were a murderer or if you really gave yourself over to Slender Man, you could pretty much live in his mansion and um, have sex with Slender Man. Like, so they k- essentially killed her to have sex with Slender Man? Yeah, like that was the That's goal. That's the creepiest part of it's, this now. It's a very Twilighty yeah. kind of version of Slender Man. Because again, Slender Man is just... Something that somebody made up for... Well, it's it's <laughs> yeah, like it was just a drawing, and then people were able to project all their fantasies, their darkest fantasies, on this cartoon. Mm-hmm. Uh, this just one drawing, and it just blew up from there. Mm-hmm. Like it was, Slenderman was never meant to be more than a drawing, but you know, if you have a blank slate, you can put whatever you want yeah. from there. And the fan fiction started going, and then the blog started sharing, and the sexualization started happening. And these, uh, this desire to like kind of grab onto it mm-hmm. just started fading in. Now mm-hmm. I'm in the mindset that um, one of the girls, she was a lot more, she was a lot more uh, aggressive. Mm-hmm. And she was definitely the ringleader behind this. I'm convinced she's a sociopath. Yeah. Like, I know we shouldn't make diagnoses of people we don't know. I've seen the interviews and I can agree with you and neither one of us have a degree, but I completely <laughs> agree with you. Like, yeah. Like she, she, no uh, emotion, no remorse really. Like, yeah. I don't even know if she truly believes or if she ever truly believed that Slender Man was a thing. I think mm-hmm. she just wanted to harm someone yeah. and she wanted an accomplice and she was able to like find somebody weaker. Mentally. Yeah. Into to do into they, doing something did they like ever this. say like why they chose that girl or like was that their mutual friend um, or like they chose her just because she was uh f- she knew slender man she kind of hung out with them but it w- they weren't close friends okay. but they were they were close enough that they knew they could lure her away mm. uh which is really messed up luckily she was she was uh hospitalized for six days Ugh. i mean it was a long stay but she was able to recover and she's returned to school and hopefully she's has a better life. So what happened to them? I know they got arrested and they, uh, I think they just now like, uh, went to trial like last year or something like that where they went. Uh, yeah, they were, they were sent to trial. Um, the, they were, I think found guilty. Um, I, 
I don't know if they have been sentenced yet. A lot of these cases take like two, three years to settle completely. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's see. Let's see. Morgan Gaser, the 13-year-old, I think she was listed as the ringleader. Uh, mm-hmm. She's been sent to a hospital, a uh, mental uh, care hospital for onset early schizophrenia. Damn. Um, yeah, this just came out like, uh, oh, wow, that's crazy that we're talking about it. And the article just came out. Yesterday, they just began the other one for Anissa Weir. Yeah, I think Morgan is the um, is the ringleader, and the other one is is not. She was the one that's just kind of struggling with all of this. Yeah. And it, it's so strange. You see the photos, and they just look like these little nerdy girls. And mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, yeah, I would have been friends. Like, I would have been friends with these yeah, girls. Yeah, like, just based off of their... Own. The stuff that you guys like. Yeah. That, man. Yeah, you. there's like a lot of uh, sexualization. And I always tell parents to like, drop in and check on your kid's yeah. history. Um, it's one thing that you like discover that they look up boobs or whatever. Because mm-hmm. kids are going to be in- interested in sex no matter what, how old they are. Um, but it's really easy to find groups like uh it happened a lot with my little pony mm-hmm. where yep. they, they took this thing where it's meant for children and then they sexualized it mm-hmm. and now there's like there's this heavily heavily fetishized sexualized group of adults encroaching on like this thing that's for kids and these kids who have no idea what they're getting yep, into suddenly like are in this world i um I actually, that just happened with, it's starting to happen with like Minecraft and Roblox. And I had to like, um, check which video. Cause Maya watches like a lot of, um, Roblox and like, you know, gaming stuff and people will be doing this commentary and then they just start talking about like the characters having sex. So like I had to tell Maya, Hey, I'm going to watch the people that you're watching to make sure like their channel is kid friendly yeah. because a lot of people will start you know what I mean? And it's just like, bro, fuck you. Like, what are you doing? There's like, no rating system. On it's YouTube. not. It's not. So I feel like there should be we at least say, where you say. Is, it's great for us. Yeah. We can say we can whatever, say whatever fuck we, want. we want. Like fucks and tits and boobs. Yeah. We but can, I feel like you should let people know, hey, this is not for at least say it, especially yeah. when you know it's something that kids watch. Mm-hmm. Like, at least let me know, hey, this is adult. But you're just mixed in with all this stuff. And I have no, you know, we have no idea what it is until it's we're in it now. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's the responsibility of the artist to let them know that this is not. Yeah, there's definitely quite a bit of um, of sexualization of new fandoms coming in. Um, what's the worst fandom you've ever come across? <sighs> the most annoying? Yeah. Taylor Swift's fans are annoying as fuck, bro. Like, her fans on Twitter and Taylor Tumblr. Taylor Swift is annoying. <sighs> the end. <laughs> um, I actually wrote about it because, you know, she has that video... Maya's a Taylor. Maya likes Taylor Swift, so I always have to like listen to her. I don't not like her. Like she has some songs that I like, but I'm not like a. Was it Swifty, Swifter, Swift, Swiftery? Oh no, that one's the that one's Katy Perry. Hers are Kitty Cats, Katy Cats. What? Katy Cats. Oh, that's what the fans are calling. Yes, yeah, Swift, oh. Swift, oh, Swifter. You were talking Swifties. about Swish, Swish. Oh, that's the, an annoying fucking song. That's that's, that's a, another thing entirely. I don't know what's going on with the pop stars lately, but they, they want they're appropriating black culture. <laughs> that's what it is. <laughs> like whenever they appropriate black culture, they always get that same haircut. 
that you, you see Katy Perry. Yep, yep. They're trying to look like Mary J. Blige. <laughs> <That's> what- <laughs> as soon as I saw Katy Perry with the haircut, I'm like, yep, here we go. And then oh. she came out with a song with Amigos. I was like, I'm always right. Oh my God. Yep. I thought she got her hair because she was destroying her hair with all that bleaching. Nah. I've, I've, I've had that. I get it. But then they, it's like whenever they cut it, they always come out with like a song with it. Like it's annoying. Mm-hmm. Okay, but yeah. she has a video that just came out and, uh, the song's like look what you made me do or something like that it sounds like a it's actually not a horrible song it sounds like a song like a like i would do dragon like it sounds it has that kind of like house feel it's to it it's not a great song it's just it's, a song it doesn't sound not, like a taylor swift song yeah. she's forcing it yeah but the video if you look at it she clear like the director i don't give a fuck what they say the director clearly was watching lemonade like they he clearly there's clearly some influences from beyonce in the video oh yeah but taylor swift's fans were like Beyonce copied her and everybody was like what the fuck are y'all talking about what the fuck and then the director came out and said something about it but he was making a joke like he was trolling but I'm like they really believe that sir like they really believe that that's what happened yeah yeah, that video is rough it's so I get embarrassed for her who the part I hate when she's like, yeah, Taylor can't come to the phone now. Why? She's dead. I was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? I literally stopped playing the video because I got too embarrassed. It's I like got, your mom doing something, like right? dancing at a party, and you're like, what are you doing, mom? Oh my Please. God. You ever see those girls? Uh, this I'm dating myself, but you ever see those girls at the mall who are like, I'm kind of thug now, so I really uh, need some Jinko jeans. Uh, <laughs> uh, and like, we know... Uh, uh, we know your mommy bought you. Come those. on, she bought those. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the. Uh, I thought I was the only one. Try to rep those kids. <laughs> Even listening to the song, I'm like, like once again, it's not a horrible song, it's but not it's a not. Bad song. You're clearly forcing that. Oh God! Like in the very beginning, where she's like a, a ghoul, she's like a like a dead girl, and she's fucking monsters high esque. Like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was it was rough. Kudos to her. I will say this. Kudos to her for not giving a fuck yeah not letting anybody stand in her way uh during the deposition for the yeah uh, when god test her ass yes because he was suing her for defamation of character and you sexually harassed her yeah and so she countersued for one dollar just to like stick it to him just to absolutely stick it to him and she won the case and she did (laughs) yeah like hands down and the attorney his attorney was trying to make it seem like she was okay with all of Mm -hmm. this was it really his hand and she's she was not (coughs) buying any of i read that one line where she was like i know what a hand on my ass feels like that's i was like oh i kind of like you now (laughs) but then you did this video so oh you're so close i'm just gonna ignore that video and just pretend that that just happened because that was badass be assertive be Mm -hmm. a badass in your own right but that whole the whole thing is a mess because it's, it's her trying to get revenge on uh the kardashians and kanye for bro like, that's so old. It's so old we don't care and plus you brought a lot of that shit on yourself you did the, the afterwards you brought yeah a lot just shut the fuck shut the fuck up beyonce brought you back on stage you got your thing kanye was completely wrong people were hating the shit out of kanye but then she kept bringing it up you remember she had that song she's like you're still 30 years old and learning and she performed barefoot and everybody's like shut the f- we don't give a fuck yeah and then she tried to lie on and say that she wasn't okay with him using her in that yes. song. And then Kim Kardashian came, but she's like, no, I have the receipts. Yeah. And that's when I kind of, because I'm not a Kim fan. I don't hate her. She's just not my cup you know of what? tea. The she's thing there. about Kim Kardashian is that I feel, I, like like that. I feel like I've served her in a lot of restaurants. 
She's, is that what it she's is? She's not. She's not a bad person to me. Mm-hmm. She's just not. She's very pretty. Yeah, there you go. She's just and very relatable. Yeah, all of her shit's like I just went. I got a salad and. <laughs> Like you're a very boring person, but you're so, you're so ac- pretty. I want to just, you're so I'll ex- watch you talk. Yeah. You're so boring and so pretty that you're just accessible. Like it, watching you is like watching, um, a kind of a more relaxed version of Miss America. Ah, just, okay. It's like, Oh, that's what Miss America does all day. She eats <laughs> salads salad. and she hangs out with her sisters. I remember I saw a video of her like, uh, eating, like it was something from like Domino's or Pizza Hut. And she was like, I'm just going to take a little bite. And she took the smallest. You remember the episode of SpongeBob <laughs> where Squidward was trying to act like he didn't like Krabby Patties. So he like, it took that. That's what she did to the thing. She's like, oh yeah, I'm full. I was like, what kind of, I was like, I want that type of control because yeah. I'm always like, I just eat this one cup. Oh, I don't eat like that. What's the name of the big girl? The, uh, the tall one, the Chloe. Tall, Chloe. Oh my God. I kind of like her because she doesn't give a fuck. The f- funny is you can tell like <laughs> she's everybody's overlooked her, her entire life yep. she's like fuck it i don't I'm, give a shit i'm rich as shit what are you gonna do? <laughs> it was the, the funniest thing i've seen on the internet in a long time my brother pulled it up because we're both big fans of bill burr mm-hmm. and it's a thing that he does where he just like watches things on tv and does commentary oh please watch it I it's love that. one where he's doing the episode of the kardashians <laughs> and chloe's driving and he's like yeah fucking uh he keeps he keeps calling her a power forward. <laughs> and then he's like, yeah, so fucking Orlando Woolridge. Like he's naming all these like obscure 80s fucking power forward. So basically what happened in the scene, which is so funny, they're fucking driving and it's snowy in some kind of way they get in an accident, which you all know is staged because like how the accident happened, she's just driving and it's a snowy bank and all of a sudden you hear him go like, whoa. And then the next <laughs> scene is them like parked on the side of the road. Mm-hmm. And like, I don't fucking know. And like Kim has North and there she, she's like, I just can't believe I have it. <laughs> and she calls worst. Kanye. That's also why people like her. That too. ugly ass cry. She, she's got the worst. That cry. is the ugliest. It's so sweet in a way. <sighs> it's just the ugliest. <laughs> I don't even watch the show, but I've seen her cry so much on Twitter. It's just the funniest <laughs> fucking thing. So what did Chloe do? Oh, she was just like, I don't understand why you're freaking out, Kim. And so Bill Burr is like, fucking this is the behemoth of a sister over here mad she got her fucking niece in the fucking back seat and shit and she's fucking mad at her for freaking out <laughs> your big fucking monster like he was just going in and it was so fun and then I, kylie's just back there just looking stupid oh my god i have a love-hate relationship with bill burr because bill burr is constantly saying shit about women yeah he's yeah he's always like you're all, but he's so fucking funny you about can't it be mad that i i can't i'm and i'm mm-hmm. i'm mad but i'm more mad at myself because i can't stop laughing <laughs> And all the horrible Please shit. Please watch he that says. episode. It's so funny. Yeah, he did one on on One Punch Man. Oh, he did. Yeah, because uh, he posted like randomly on Twitter one day that he watched One Punch Man, and he's like, "Fucking anime! <laughs> <laughs> These people just came out of the woodwork and started like, oh my god, why are you watching that shit?'" And the other people were like, "Oh my god, I can't believe you're watching that shit!" <laughs> he's like, "Guys, I'm just watching something on Netflix. I don't get." 
<laughs> he just kind of loses his shit. It was wonderful. Because yeah, he's Burr. so fucking Bill Burr. He's so Bill Have Burr. you seen his show? I know we're kind of going off, but uh, it's called F is for Family. Oh, yes. I, mean, I like it, then didn't like it, then I liked it again. It's weird. It reminds weird. me of Louie. Remember that yeah, show yeah, yeah, yeah. growing up? Um, life with Louie. Life with Louie. You know what I know? He's life with Luggable, Huggable, <laughs> all Life with Louie. Uh, every song. Mm-hmm. What the fuck is wrong with me? I don't know. I don't know how you do it and don't remember Crystal Chess. I'm going to know it now. I don't. And it's such a good fucking show. It's so sad. It's a cute show. It's really good. Speaking of which, hey. Crystal Gems, we're going to wrap it oh, up yeah. with this. Uh, Crystal oh. Gems have definitely, um, the show itself have opened new uh, boundaries and borders with um, with how women are perceived. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody has a different body type. Which is great everybody is considered attractive and beautiful by different people. Mm-hmm. Like, and there, it's not like everybody looks exactly the same. Everybody has different uh, experiences and desires and personalities. And they're all treated uniquely. Even the bad guys get mm-hmm. like their own personal um, backstory and they're all complicated and sexuality is handled in this way that it's all open. Like there's fusions and there's like magic and there's all so this shit. fucking much good. And it's beautifully done. The colors are really cool. Like it's all like pinks and purples and aquas. It's so but it's pretty. It's really pretty to look at, but it's not like saccharine. Mm-hmm. And it's it's cool. It's a cool show. The first season made me a little like, oh, all right, Stephen, you're he's yeah, you're really annoying, Stephen. He, he gets better. He gets infinitely yeah. better. Um, because but. he starts off as an annoying ass kid, but <laughs> eventually he's just an Calms slightly annoying. Down preteen so um but the fans uh they work really hard to be allies Mm -hmm. to transgender and um and to people of color and they do it by being real pieces of shit oh god to to people who may cross a boundary Mm -hmm. or two it was uh i asked on facebook yesterday i was like hey does anybody have any stories about fandoms going wrong and somebody hit me to this story um who this artist was making fan art of the crystal gems but she drew her uh one of the characters rose drew her kind of thin but if you look at the drawing it's just kind of like they're holding their kid and the silhouette is getting like narrow at the bottom so you okay. don't really know if they, she just drew her skinny or like perspective or like perspective like it could have gone either way but apparently she's drawn some other things that are a little problematic but instead of saying like hey you know what this is kind of problematic maybe you should like consider this in the future they were like fuck you you oh you horrible person you're gonna be this you're a piece of shit you're racist you're um oh wow you're fat phobic you're this you're that you're transphobic you're all of this like just all of this stuff to the point that this person who's just drawing fan art on deviant art nothing fancy attempted suicide oh man and it got so bad to the point that the creators of the Crystal Gems, the producers, came out and said, mm-hmm. this is not okay. You're yeah. seriously hurting this person. You're going to kill her. You're going to cost her her life. And they're like, you know what? No, fuck you too, producers. They said fuck you to the producers? The yes! people that, that made the... Okay, I'm looking at the picture right now. Yeah. Like, it doesn't look like she's skinny. Like, I'm looking at the picture. It Like you said, it looks like because of how it's drawn, because it's not even the character's 
full uh body yeah it's just like the the top half and they come into like a circle at the bottom what the fuck is wrong with people this story does have a happy ending the artist um who's been a very much abused like she recovered and she's now hired and working on the crystal gems production staff um which is good but guys if you're gonna love something try not to be a dick to everybody else about it like it's Ugh. it's not that hard. You just love really something and you just love it. You don't have to ugh. Ugh. <laughs> I just I, I that's the one thing I I'm not that's the one thing I don't like. But one of the main things I don't like about nerd culture is that people feel so fucking entitled to shit. Mm-hmm. Like it's not yours. You didn't even make it. You mm-hmm. just like it a lot. Like you didn't create this. It's not yours. You don't get to be an asshole about it. And also you can't force other people to love what you love. No. Or like it how you like it or mm-hmm. think about it how you think about it. Yeah. Fuck you. I w- loved Sherlock. The first two seasons mm-hmm. of Sherlock I really loved. Third and fourth <laughs> not so much. Eh. But for the first two seasons I was in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I went a lot of Tumblr and I was looking at artwork. Artwork is really beautiful. A lot of the fans were fantastic. And then I started noticing the subset of who love Sherlock and Doctor Who and another show, uh, Supernatural. Oh, okay. Um, and Their they fans want- are annoying, too. Yeah. <laughs> 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 so I started combining all of these worlds. And I would say, like, oh, I've never seen... I like, Sher- I, I like Doctor Who because uh, I love David Tennant. Um, <laughs> but I'm not the biggest, like doctor who fan yeah and i've never seen uh, a natural supernatural and you think i would have admitted that at some point maybe i was dabbling in nazism (laughs) (laughs) how could you not see supernatural what the fuck is wrong with you you don't bitch i have a life like there's so much shit that's involved there's so many shows and episodes of shit like fuck you i can't fucking watch everything i tried watching it. it's like 30 episodes a season hour long long. episodes i got shit to do we have lies we are fucking entertainers plus you know (laughs) fans kind of ruin sherlock for me so not no they ruined the show period for me they ruined the show because they started catering a lot to how um, the fans were reacting, so they were like kind of force feeding all this Ugh. stuff, and I was like, "Dude, no. make it, stop! Stop doing that!" Yeah, like if you're gonna make this shit, make this shit, and just let it flop if it's gonna yeah. flop. Like I'd rather be authentic than yeah. like, ugh. Yeah, X Files did a great job of taking some advice from the. They were one of the first shows to start doing that, asking forums like, "Hey, what are you guys into?" Mm-hmm. And taking that advice and kind of like using it, but they used it sparingly. They yeah, used it you in can't small over because now this is just a fan fiction. Yeah, show, and it feels like it. Yeah. Speaking of which, that play, there's a play that play by um, about Harry Potter. The, the where they jump into the future that's uh, it feels like fan fiction I, I because it is fan fiction i could not finish i have the book mm-hmm. harry potter and curse child i couldn't finish it because i'm like bro i don't this who what the fuck is this <laughs> who the fuck why is he talking like that like i don't i just i burrito too sorry burrito fans i'm not i'm not in it yeah i'm, I'm not, not here for either. it like Hey, guess what the least fun part of Naruto was? Huh. The part where he was in school. That's why oh, he graduated yeah, so quickly. Yeah, that's so fucking boring. <sighs> so boring. And also, <laughs> Naruto as an adult is really fucking boring. Yeah, he's not fun. He's not running around. He's not being cra- He's so subdued. He's so chill. I'm like, that's not what we liked you for. Yeah. Like, we liked that you're high energy and that you didn't give a fuck. Now he's like, I'm Hokage and I have responsibility. I don't give a shit. I don't want to see... <laughs> 
Who the fuck? That's like that's. I think that's why like growing up uh, when they made the Rugrats older mm. didn't do so well because I'm like okay I don't want to see Tommy in high school like I want to see him in his diaper running around fucking shit up with a screwdriver. I don't want to see him going to class with hair. Who the fuck is this guy? Plus, like, even if he's in high school, give him adventures. Yeah, they didn't do shit. He was just like, oh, I like this girl. I'm like, I don't want to see Tommy Pickles crush, bro. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, Tommy Pickles was all about the adventure. (sighs) (sighs) Vomit. You know what? I hope all of you out there are all about the adventure, too. Yeah. Uh, We got to start wrapping up. Uh, We've been... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> thank you everybody who's checking out our episode after our two-week hiatus we um i'm so glad to be back me too video. and i missed my brenda pie <laughs> we had a party we did have we a- got drunk oh my god can you please re- release a snippet so, so here's the deal <laughs> you know what i'm gonna see if i can find a snippet of uh, uh of, of a party we had it was a long day volunteering a lot of our friends were doing a lot of massive volunteer work um, getting donations and all this stuff. And, and on a wild Wednesday, I was like, you know what? None of us can still go to work. There's nothing going on in the city. Just come over to my place. Um, and then we immediately got trashed. Just quickly. <laughs> everybody was so drunk. We were all, it was just everybody couldn't leave the house for <laughs> days. So by the time they got to my place, they're like, I'm fucking ready to do this shit. Um, and there was still a curfew going on. Uh, so yeah. there was a designated driver for each car, thank God, because everybody else got massively trashed. And I was like, hey, guys, if you guys want to use the recording studio, go ahead and, and make a podcast. And it is unlistenable. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's career would be over. Yeah, I'll see if I can find a safe part. It is I was the like, funniest thing, though. No, because I was trying to edit it and re- kind of release it as a bonus episode. I was like, oh, nope, got to edit that, that out. Uh, and f- so like an hour long podcast pretty much turned into five minutes of incoherent <laughs> yelling. I was like, no, <laughs> dick, dick. It's really bad, but I just want to hear a little piece of it. Yeah, OK, I'll take a look. Ha, ha, ha post a little bit up there um but thank you so much everyone for joining us this episode again if you can join us on october 1st we're accepting donations mm-hmm. all ticket uh, proceeds are going to go to the houston food bank um and all the donations are going to go to needy families uh who are affected by harvey mm-hmm. um if you're an artist and you want to sell artwork yourself if you've been affected by harvey please go ahead and send me a message on our Facebook page uh, forward slash nerd love podcast. Um, I want to hear from you. I want to make sure that our listeners are being taken care of. And um, thank you so much for sticking with us. Yeah. And we also, uh, we made a, we decided earlier that we were going to start doing a nerd love brunch because we want to hang out with you guys. Well, not all of you, not all the, of you. the nice ones and the cool, <laughs> not the douches. Like if you're any of the, like any of the fans that we talked about earlier, if you're going to do that stalking shit, if you had strong opinions about anything we've talked about, yeah, fuck off. Don't come. <laughs> like just don't, just don't come. But we're going to start having a nerd love brunch at the, on the last Sunday of every month. So we'll have more information with that coming to you on our what, Facebook page and our website on yeah. Mockingbird and stuff like that. So for those of you who are, once again, not stalkers, not douches, because we will fight you. Uh, yeah, you don't want to see 
uh, me and Roxy throwing. Oh man, I'll be so ready. Yeah, you know I've been wanting to punch somebody in the just fucking pussy for a while. Nails and hair flying. What <laughs> <laughs> just popped off while we were talking? <laughs> uh, also, make sure you ch- uh, subscribe to my YouTube channel if you haven't already. YouTube.com/slash I'm Roxy Hayes. I have the Roxy Hayes show coming out Dude, this winter. I saw that trailer. It's just oh. slow motion. <laughs> oh my god, I lost it. <laughs> so yeah, definitely check that out. You can also find me uh, at Valdivia V A L D E E V E E A H on all my social media on instagram facebook and twitter i'm mostly on facebook um so if you want to see me make dry witty commentary uh, she's a douche (laughs) feel free to find me there uh but thank you so much (laughs) y'all Yeah, yeah. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Mockingbird Network.